0: Welcome to the Ultimate Plot Twist Podcast, where each time we meet, you'll hear stories from ordinary people like me and you who have found huge blessings from the most unexpected places. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Barger. I'm a wife and a mom to two amazing kids, one of which just happens to have Down syndrome. And when we were handed this challenging and yet quite rewarding plot twist, it was the stories, the people, the recommendations from others. That has helped us the most. I can't wait to learn more from these amazing people together and hope that you too walk away feeling a little more encouraged, a little more equipped, and feeling much less alone. Let's get to it. Hi. Welcome to The Ultimate Plot Twist. I'm here with my husband, Dave. Hello. (laughs) He is very reluctantly joining me Mm -hmm. here in my studio. For those of you that can see us today, we're inside of our closet. Mm -hmm. This is the only quiet room that we have. So listen, we're nervous and excited. This is episode one of The Ultimate Plot Twist. And today I just wanted to take a chance to interview Dave and kind of share our story. We have been married now seven years. Seven years, yeah. And, um, when we got married, we very quickly knew that we wanted to have children. Yeah. And so, um, it took no time at all. We were Mm. very, very blessed that way. And Amelia came along. Yep. Fast and furious Amelia.
1: Yes. Very.
0: So Amelia, um, we actually spent 28 days in the NICU with Amelia. Mm. So I was not deemed a high risk pregnancy other than age. Mm,
1: Yeah. Not for that one.
0: Yeah. And, um, we were sitting at the dinner table and my water broke and I was like, it's too early. There's no way I was. How far? I I never remember.
1: you were eight or six weeks shy. so
0: Yeah. So we spent the next 28 days with her. And so that was a pretty crazy experience for anyone who's done and had a NICU baby. It is not the easiest, Mm -hmm. um, but we were excited for her. But we also knew that we wanted to have a second um, or we wanted her to have a sibling as best we could. And so we waited a little over a year and a half. We got the doctor's clearance and um, we got pregnant Mm -hmm. and we lost that baby. Yeah. So um, that baby only made it to eight weeks, and um, I miscarried. So that was pretty. That was pretty tough. So the doctor asked us to wait a little bit longer.
1: Two months. Yeah.
0: And we tried again, and we got pregnant, mm-hmm. and we were excited. And this one felt a little bit different. I don't really know why it felt different, but it did. And because Amelia had come early, and we were a little bit older, they offered to give us the genetic test. Yeah. And really, we were just kind of excited to do the genetic test because it was going to allow us to find out gender. So I was 12 weeks pregnant and went and did the blood work and um, was overseas, actually, for a large aerospace convention in London Mm -hmm. all by myself. And I got three missed calls from the OB. I was like, well, that's not normal. And um, I called them first (laughs) and they were like, well, wait just a second, Jennifer. Dr. Clary wants to talk to you, which was our doctor and that Definitely signaled that something wasn't necessarily right. Mm-hmm. And, um, he gets on the phone and he's like, oh my goodness, you're not home. And I said, no, no, I'm not. He said, you're not even, where are you? And I said, well, I'm in overseas. I'm in London. And he was like, wait, you're not even here, you know? And I was like, no. And, uh, he was like, Jen. And I said, well, now you have to tell me, you know, what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, and he said, listen, he said, I'm sorry to have to tell you this over the phone, but your genetic test came back with biomarkers for down syndrome. And I was a wreck. I was not good. Um, That's when I got a call. Yeah, FaceTime Dave. Um, And I knew in my heart that it was a boy. Uh, Funny enough, I asked Dr. Cleary, I said, "Um, so you got to tell me, is it a boy or a girl? And he's like, boy. And um, there was something about that, that from the day we knew he was a boy, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I always kind of felt like he was going to be here. Anyway. So I called Dave and I was really, really, really upset. Dave immediately went into everything's going to be fine.
1: Oh yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Like there was no hesitation. Um, and he said to me, okay, so if he has down syndrome, we'll figure this out. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being like, how is, why are you so okay? Do you remember that?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do. I mean, it was nothing you really expected to Mm -hmm. hear. You know, it wasn't even on my radar, never really thought Mm -hmm. about it. And then, you know, the news comes and you're trying to figure out, okay, what's next? What's that mean? And, you know, so it's just kind of like there's a thousand questions, but no answers. Right. So. I mean, I think the next step. you just got home. You, you came. Yeah, home so a I came home the later. very next day. Yeah, yeah. Day and, later.
0: and so they immediately rushed mm-hmm. us in to go see a um, special geneticist. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the titles of it, but um, to do kind of a deeper ultrasound. So this is where they could go in and look at the baby much closer and just mm-hmm. kind of make sure everything was okay. Yeah. So they spent the first hour of the appointment. I'll never forget that lady in the back room trying to like talk us down off the cliff. I mean, you know,
1: we were sitting in a smaller room, and yeah, we were, and they were trying.
0: Yeah, like here's what it looks like to have a kiddo with Down syndrome. And I think, you know, for any new, for any new mom that's going through, or dad going through the first hearing of it, right? Like I remember thinking some of the most terrible thoughts. Mm -hmm. I remember asking that woman some terrible questions. like looking back, like, does this mean that they'll never (laughs) live on their own? Like that was honestly my biggest fear, which is really weird, Mm -hmm. but it was like, I felt it was a very selfish thought. Yeah. Like Well, that that's our, just
1: the state we were mm-hmm. in stage we were in. So And then
0: like does every it, child with Down syndrome have really complex medical conditions? Mm-hmm. Like I assumed they did.
1: I remember sitting in the room, they but they talked to us about the markers that they might mm. we might see. And then they talked about I guess it was ranges of of issues that you could have, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and, and there's but a spe- hearing
0: some of those are pretty yeah. scary. And then like, there's
1: every one of them has a spectrum. So, you know, it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, heart issues or digestive issues yeah. or whatever. And then,
0: so we spent that so, full hour listening to this yeah. gal and getting it was scared. good. I mean, I'm yeah, getting scared. <laughs> then we go back into the room and they do the ultrasound mm-hmm. and she came in and she was real like, she hit my belly and she got real quiet and she left really fast.
1: Yeah. Well, I remember the one thing they mentioned was space between mm-hmm. the, New, the head and the skin. Yeah. The fluid mm-hmm. that might be in there.
0: And that was one and of that the, was markers. the markers, yeah. but we could see it. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. It was Pretty big. Quick. So Preston had massive swelling all over his body. And so that's actually what the doctor rushed in next. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, Dave, that wasn't good. And he's yeah. like, no, I didn't like how that was either. Just how quick she was. Doctor comes in, he comes back next to me, grabs my hand and he says, uh, Jennifer, I'm so sorry to have to be the one to tell you this, but your baby is going to die. It's Mm -hmm. not a matter of if, but when.
1: Yeah. And I asked what what percentage chance of it? And his answer was 100%.
0: I don't remember a
1: lot. (laughs) Which I mean, knowing just working with doctors and nurses, they never usually say 100% anything, Mm -hmm. but he was very adamant that it was 100%. And I was like, okay. So then, you know, the thoughts are, do we have a funeral or, you know, how's this all going to go?
0: Dave says, "Um, well, is she going to be okay? Meaning me. You know, like he was more thinking like physically, like yeah. can she carry? And he's he said to Dave, he said, "Well, oh, physically she'll be fine. It's mentally what she can handle." Mm-hmm. And at that point, I looked at Dave and I remember saying, "Okay, we got to go." Yeah. And he was like, "What?" I was like, "We got to go. We, no, I got it. We got to get out of here."
1: He did offer. A, he he said, "Well, you need to go Ohio and get an abortion if you want to get an abortion." I remember him saying that, and our answer was, "No, no. We're not yeah." He was do like, that. "Hey, I'm
0: sorry, I can't eliminate this pregnancy here, mm-hmm. but I could um, refer you to Ohio." Yes, yeah, so and you know, it just. You know, looking back, there's a lot of things from that appointment. Now I give, you know, he, he then opens up about how him and his wife had gone through a whole bunch of fertility issues. And so I know a lot of ways, I think he was trying to quote, sp- spare us, you yeah, know, I mean, maybe. I can look back and say that now, but we left that appointment clearly devastated, mm-hmm. right? Where I was like, no, we're not tra- Dave. And Dave's like, no, you know, and he's looking at me like, are you okay? like, we're just trying to figure out where we are. We get in the car and I don't know, we just started driving. And I remember looking at Dave and saying, OK, you know, we were very quiet for a very long time mm-hmm. and I'm crying and i sure you're p- pretty emotional. And I look at Dave and I said, we got to have a name. And yeah. uh, Dave's like, you know, comes out of his fog. And I said, "I we need a name to pray for this baby. We need a name. And um, Dave paused and he said, well, I've always wanted to name my son Preston. And I was so touched because um, I'm sorry, I brag on you a little bit. Like I, he didn't want to hold that name back. We were just told that this boy was going to die. Mm -hmm. And Dave's one name for a son was Preston. I was just like, okay, his name is Preston. Like, and he was Preston from that point on. So fast forward, we go and visit with our OB we, Yeah, clearly. the very next day, and he he did not love that this um, guy had told us 100%. And mm-hmm. so he offers to do ultrasounds on us every other week until we could get to 20 weeks. And at 20 weeks, we could have an appointment with a second specialist.
1: Was it that long? Mm-hmm. I thought it was only two weeks. No, okay.
0: 20 weeks. Trust me, because okay. that's when I bought the Doppler. So I'm checking for heart rate. I promised Dave that I will only check for the heart rate at once a day. So I'm in my own personal hell yeah. if I'm being honest it's like, I'm like waiting for this baby to die. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine it, right? Second baby. So from 12 to 20 weeks, you're starting to show. I'm trying to hide yeah. my and pregnancy they said if from you work. get to
1: 18, you would have to give birth, I believe. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah.
0: All the things. And yeah. so we're, get, we're getting closer. And every time we're going into an ultrasound, I can see the swelling. We can see the swelling. Mm-hmm. Like it's there. So things are not getting better. Yeah. Um, so we start telling people about it uh, finally, about 14, 15 weeks in family, not necessarily of a whole bunch of people, but family. So at around 18 weeks, which to Dave's point was when we were knew that um, it was like the
1: cutoff point, It was of, the
0: cutoff point to where I was going to have to
1: deliver a miscarriage to yeah.
0: at this point, I'm kind of mad at God. I don't know how you were feeling. How are you feeling? I wasn't
1: mad. I was, um, I don't know. Just trying to figure it out, I guess, you know, just unsure what was going to happen and trying to, you know, figure out different scenarios, what could happen. And I mean, we had a lot of people praying for us, too. Once we started telling people we were, Mm -hmm. we, you know, sent it out and there were several churches praying for us and, Mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of folks. So.
0: And I don't even know if we knew what to pray. Yeah. Right. Like in some ways we were talking about scared to pray for him to live, because what if he came and he had really bad complications? Pray like then you don't want to pray for him to die. I mean, just terrible. Right. Just trying to figure it out. But I'm mad at God. Like, why would you, why, what are you, what are you doing? Right? Like at this point, I'm like, either take him or give him to us. This in between was just, it didn't feel fair. Mm -hmm. I'm driving to Detroit. I'm listening to the sermon on a work trip. And this woman's pounding in that, you know, God's word is power. It's the same God that raised Lazarus from the dead. The same God that performed all these miracles. He can do it now. And I'm getting like angry and angry. (laughs) Like, I hear you. You know, I've heard this. I know this. This is what makes me so crazy. And I'll never forget. So that night I couldn't stop thinking about it because I'm mad. Yeah. Um, and I called Dave and I, I'm telling you about this sermon mm-hmm. and Dave's like, well, what do you, what's your takeaway? And I'm like, I, I guess that we keep praying, like, but I'm just, you know, and he said, well, then pray. <laughs> so I got off the phone and I remember standing up in that hotel room and he used to like to grab my belly and kind of rock back and forth as if I was holding the babies and Preston had a pretty good little bump on him. And I remember just crying out to God, look, God. Either take him, but we want him. Mm -hmm. I want him. And if you promise that God's word is power, then be that God. Like be that God. Like I'm, you know, and looking back, it's kind of awful way to talk to God, but I'm like, just be that God. Like you promise. I want him. We want him. I go home from that trip. And the very next week we have the ultrasound Mm -hmm. with the second specialist there. And I'm nervous at this point, not even hopeful, just nervous.
1: Yeah. Just figuring out where we are.
0: So So the ultrasound tech comes in and she starts scanning my belly. Mm -hmm. And do you remember? She's like, Oh guys, look, here's his little hands. Here's his feet. Oh, look his head. We're we're looking at him. Like he's like, he looked like a normal baby.
1: Yeah. But I I mean, looking at his neck, I noticed that that, the fluid that was there behind his head was way smaller it really wasn't anything but there anything was no there.
0: swelling over his head no. which is what we had seen every time yeah. and that like was it was the, just a skull
1: and that was the reason why yeah the doctor first doctor said he was going to die it was, it was it was i remember we did some research it like drops. it was like 1% of the 1% or something that would survive and i think that's why he said 100% because he had never seen it yeah before someone survived that i guess so
0: we're like and i remember dave said well where's how's the swelling yeah and she grabs his chart do you remember this? Yeah. She grabs his chart, she looks at it, and then she Hello. looks at us. She goes, "Oh, guys, if this chart wouldn't, wouldn't have, have told it. me yeah. would what never, you guys have thought of it, yeah. yeah,
1: never would have thought that that I get was the case." Yeah.
0: and we were just, I mean, in shock. Yep. And so the most amazing specialist walks in. Good old Southern oh, yeah. boy from Georgia. Mm-hmm. He comes in he's just as snarky as me. And, um, you know, we're, and I said, hey, I don't I'm kind of I don't really know what is going on. He grabs my hand just like that first specialist mm-hmm. came next to my bed and he said, well, all I can tell you is that some things in the womb can't be explained by science. Mm-hmm. And we were like, OK.
1: Yeah, and he said, you're going to have a normal baby. It just so happens to have Down syndrome. That's it. And that was it. So it wasn't. Uh, and then we said, so he's going to be fine. He's going to live. He's like, yeah, he's going to be fine. <laughs> Because we need to do some tests whenever, mm-hmm. you know, right beforehand and right after for And he had some holes in like his that. heart
0: that he didn't love yeah. in the beginning. But everything, guys, everything from the holes in his heart that we were scared about, every anything that we saw in the womb, gradually over time, we saw them heal. Mm-hmm. And as he came into this world, he needed some oxygen, gradually came off. Guys, we were in the NICU. So Preston, yeah. Preston comes on a snowy night in January mm-hmm. and he comes fast yeah, and furious, which is very his personality. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a whole story mm-hmm. for itself. Yeah. I will just say that when he got here, we stayed less than two weeks in the NICU. It was
1: eight days.
0: We went into, oh, yeah, eight days. days, We went home with oxygen. And that has been, I mean, there's been some things going on. Don't get me wrong. Like there's typical stuff and we'll share these in other episodes, but Preston's alive.
1: Yeah. And great.
0: And great. Yeah. So this plot twist in your life, how has it changed you?
1: Man. Um First, I never thought I would have a, a child with, I call it special needs, but I mean, I don't feel like he has mm-hmm. special needs. He's, you know, there's a little bit of a difference, obviously, between Amelia and him, but I think it made me more patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just not necessarily a patient person. You know, it makes you more patient and, and just working with somebody and letting them work out his feelings. Um I guess more empathetic. I thought like I was empathetic before, but um, a different type emp- of empathy. Yeah, a little more, a uh, different type of empathy. Um, you know, and just kind of letting him be him and not really worrying about what other people think. You know, that's the other thing. I think you can get into that whole
0: the here's my perfect so, world and yep. it's not going
1: to be perfect. And how yep. does that work? And how does that look? And I just decided at the beginning to treat him like a normal kid, like not thinking, he is. yeah, it's like that there's Down syndrome and it's going to do something different. It's mm-hmm. just treat him like a normal person, you know, hold him accountable like a normal person, you know, try to get him to do what he needs to do as a normal person. And it's it's just more empathetic, not feeling like I need to be perfect or things need to be perfect. And, you know, I'm just going to live life and it is what it is. (laughs)
0: For me, it's definitely re-snapped my priority line. Mm -hmm. And I'm a very driven person, right? Very driven to the point of probably to a fault. And if anything, Preston has shown me that everybody's, Good is different. I would have told you before that you had to be the best. Mm-hmm. like the line had to be here, yeah. and I've come to appreciate that everybody's line for amazing and best is yeah. not always here, and mm-hmm. that's still great. Yeah. you know yeah. It just doesn't look the same. Yeah. It's helped sure. me in that in that competition, yeah. that, that inner competition, both on myself and my kids. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely helped me as a yeah. mom..
1: Yeah.
0: Um, what advice do you have for the new dad, whether it's prenatal or at birth, Man. that just learned their kid? Mm-hmm. Has Down syndrome. What's yeah. what's some of the first things that comes to mind?
1: I'm usually a negative person. I mean, you know that. I mean, most of my it's always what's the worst thing that can happen. Cynical. But um, I would say, you know, for for anybody that has a diagnosis, just wait and see because you really don't know. So mm-hmm. um, the one thing I will tell you not to do, which is what Jen did a lot of, is do a lot of research online because <laughs> you can get anything you want to see. Right? I mean, it could be the best and the worst and it doesn't necessarily apply to what's going on with your child. So I would just say, don't dwell on a bunch of online stuff. Mm, Um,
0: Be careful with the research.
1: Yeah. I would just, you know, if you're doing research, just do very basic what it is, what Down syndrome is, that kind of stuff. Not everybody's story because everybody's story is different. So yeah, um, I just stayed positive and said, Hey, it's, you know, if God gave us him because we wasn't, we weren't supposed to have him that we thought, um, then, you know, then it's going to be fine. So we'll just figure it out as we go. And that's what we're still doing right now. So yeah, it's just one I step definitely. at a time. So as things go, you just, you know, figure it out. Yeah. Nothing we're going to change. And that's, I guess that's the biggest thing is you can't change that stuff. So might as well just deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Just deal with what it comes.
0: <laughs> that's so your personality. Yeah. I also would say to the mom and dad, for that matter, is that um, the grieving process is real. What I mean by that is it's something that i shared with me early that I really, I needed permission to grieve, right? So you almost need to grieve the loss of the expectations that you had before. Yeah, that's true. So that you no longer have them going forward, right? It is a very real process. To people not walking through it, it might sound a little harsh, but like I needed to grieve the life for my child that I thought he would have and let new expectations come in. And then it's okay to be sad. And it's okay to feel Mm -hmm. all those feelings. They will go away. Like, I remember telling Dave all the time, I just want to feel excited about Preston. Mm -hmm. Because there was a long moment of fear. Like, I was terrified, you know, of how his life was going to be different or mine or, you know, could we be the parents he needed? Of course, we were going to be. But it took a a little bit to get to that other side. Yeah, it
1: just takes time. I mean, and, and a lot of it, you can't, I mean, you know, if you find out at 12 weeks. And you got to go nine months. It's six months goes, you know, really mm-hmm. slow. It feels like, I guess it's it's mm-hmm. a because uh, you're just wondering and trying to figure it out, you know, what's mm-hmm. going to happen, what's gonna, you know, what's happening right now. What are we gonna do when he's born? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can worry, but there's no sense in worrying that much until they're born too. Yeah. So don't get yourself too <laughs> worked up. I guess. You yeah, know? for sure. I mean, I try not to. I try to keep you calm in that situation, which like I said normally I'm negative, so. <laughs> But in that situation, I I just try to stay positive and say there's nothing we're going to change at the moment. So we just need to really take everything one step at a time.
0: And I will tell you now, I know that some of you are listening or watching that don't have a Dave or you don't have a Jen, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing this thing by yourself my heart is with you. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're reaching into community. There's so many amazing groups um, where they're supporting each other. Down syndrome groups meaning or other special yeah. needs. I know there's a lot of circles. I don't take it for granted that no. we talk no. like this like we and he was here for me and I was here for him. Like that's not everybody's story. You know, if anything, just know, I mean, we're we're here.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we want to be a resource if you have questions. Um, we're happy to reach out and and have conversations with anyone wherever you are in that phase. And And like Dave said, though, we're still trying to figure it out ourselves. Yeah. Like, it's not perfect. Yeah. Okay, last thing. What's your favorite thing about Preston?
1: Man. So I'd Preston's say, four now. Yeah. I would say a sense of humor. <laughs> is my favorite thing. He's just funny. Mm-hmm. And he knows he's entertaining. And when mm-hmm. he does it and you, you get tickled, he, he even goes further and further with it. So that's probably my favorite thing. And yeah. that, and that and he's a good snuggler. For sure. He loves to snuggle.
0: He does love to snuggle. Um, I love that Preston is a good read of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there are some stereotypes about kids with Down syndrome. One is that they're always happy and they are not, Mm. just to be clear. (laughs) That's not true. Um, But one thing that I think is kind of cool is I do, I want to believe that God gives them a gifting of kind of reading of hearts. Yeah. You know, so that they're not put in dangerous situations. Preston's a good read of people. I love watching him kind of read or like pick somebody in the room that you would never have thought a kid would feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. and Preston's like, "Yeah, that's yeah. my person. I'm gonna go give him yeah. a
1: high yeah <laughs> you know? we'll
0: So yeah. I think that's really awesome.
1: Yeah, okay yeah, he's very social too. He's really is. funny. Going to a public place, he's waving, high fiving, and tapping people on the back and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah,
0: it's okay. awesome. Is there anything else you would say to the new parent?
1: It's not. It's it's it doesn't always have to be as bad as you think it's going to be yeah you know what I mean well, it's I mean not. It's every day it's it's you learn something new and it's I'm just very happy that we have him, you know what I mean it could have been a whole different world. Just thinking about it now, not having him around would be a totally different life right now for me and just um, I think we're blessed to have them
0: so. so so back to full circle moment, and then we'll close this out. So sometimes I wonder, you know why did God give us that eight week period? you know, what was it? And so what I would tell you is for us personally, I know it was refinement so that we could get to a place of saying we wanted him. If you're feeling all the feelings, it's normal, but we're excited to explore more of you, more of our people in the community. I can't wait to share some of these amazing people with you. Dave, thanks for being here. And I know he didn't really want to do this. <laughs> not because he didn't want to share no, Preston, but this is not his yeah, gig. Um, yeah. And I look forward to talking to you guys next time.